0: welcome to alchemy answers episode 45 we're uh closing in on 100 only another 55 more episodes
1: we only have to double (laughs) yeah not not bad
0: but uh thanks as always for tuning in and thanks to our patrons for providing these questions we're going to go ahead and hop into those and uh, see what you guys have been talking about for the last two weeks we've been gone so been busy
1: Just for reference, just for reference, these are from some of these are from August fifteenth. So this is pre-TI questions for the first half, and then I I assume I assume that there's going to be stuff that's uh you know after TI during TI that we can yeah take if, a there, look at if there's again.
0: any like hardcore meta stuff then maybe skip it just because it's kind of irrelevant at this point.
1: It's changed, yeah. It's, yeah. Changed, it's changed. It's changed a lot. All the predictions were wrong. Well. I'd like to I would like you to find somebody who predicted that OG would win again because I think it was nobody. <laughs> I yeah. Think, I think nobody predicted that. Also,
0: disclaimer, at no point in the video did we say you should use our predictions. We literally just did our predictions and you guys copied them and now we're blaming us for it. So that's kind of on you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh I had no well I don't. I didn't really get why those videos got views until I realized that it's because people are like, "All right, let's get some. Get some free points. Yeah, get some free points. Yeah. It's for all, all, all the fantasy feeds out there.
0: Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: So Anderson four seventy says uh, Jenkins Dota. Me specifically, Donnie, You can't answer this one. Okay. Uh, I was having an argument with the Legion commander of my team. Wow, shocker. Uh, is it ever worth buying a Hand of Midas versus an Alchemist? Uh, so I would say. Not usually. Like 90% of the time, no. I would just say no for that. You know, not a hard no because nothing in Dota is really a hard no. But uh, no, I mean, Alk is this hero that you want to be as strong as possible before the like 10 to 15 minute mark so you can like infiltrate his jungle and take towers. And essentially what your Midas is, is it should be... The, the like, quote-unquote Midas that you're getting by building into like efficient items in the early game is the fact that you're limiting Alc and his team on his farm by abusing the fact that he's really weak before this specific timing. So you, you will get more of an influx of gold by taking over the map and from denying Alka's farm than you're going to get from a Midas. So the only reason I say it's not a hard no is because there's possibly an argument for like XP-dependent heroes, but it's a huge risk. So I'd say 90% of the time, no, you don't want, you don't want a Midas versus Alc.
0: Yeah, probably not. I mean, unless you're a hero that's just super good against him, I wouldn't say a Legion Commander is exceptionally good against Alchemist at any point in the game. Like, you generally don't have enough damage even with a blade mail to kill him because he has so much regen in a duel. So it's like even if you get to high level and go to late game, you don't have necessarily a chance of beating the elk anyway.
1: Most of the time, it's not. I would I would say, I would say it's a, it's as close to a hard no as you can get in Dota. Uh Lot Kappa says buying Midas on a tempo three is a bad idea generally. Well, that's a that's a different that's a different discussion. So uh but let's see. D-d-d-D. Soul says, is Void still viable as an offlaner? It's been a while since I've played him, but I've seen him a lot in TI. Now we're getting to the TI questions. Also, what are your thoughts on Waga's Vanguard Radiance build? Dog shit. Uh when is Midas preferable to Maelstrom or Mask of Madness? Uh well you're probably gonna go for a maelstrom either way. And uh, Midas is just like if your early game is uh, relatively easy because I mean it does give you attack speed, so it's not like, it's not like a huge investment on Void. It's, it's not,
0: definitely good on Void.
1: Yeah, it's not it's not like oh we have to go for this strictly farming Vo- item. Void it's, sounds it's, are good
0: too, so like there's there's yeah, a lot of benefit to getting Midas on Void.
1: Right, it's like okay a little bit less damage. I would say Midas is is often a good item. Uh, honestly, if you could talk for a bit on general itemization on Void as a position one versus position three, when I spam them I played them as a three good lord souls generally i played him it, as a three duo Q with an invoker Ooh, i love that that's that's actually the only situation where i think void three is good is if you have really good shit for the chrono because otherwise yeah. i think that you're depending way too much on uh your either your offlaner farming and getting damage which you're an offlaner like what are the chances you're going to be that hero a lot of the time you're not right you're, your game can just be ruined um so yeah, you, uh, you definitely like if you have somebody to fall back on, they they can do damage in your chrono, like an invoker, and you just have this like cataclysm bullshit, uh, massive.
0: Pairing you know, with like a sky is pretty explosion. good.
1: Like sky Skyrath you... is good too, yeah. But you know, at that point, you could argue like, why is it not just a Mars or or a centaur or something that could, sure, they could set up for for, uh, for those spells as well. So I I would say like, void is is almost always a one now. He's definitely I, don't, I... he's definitely
0: best as a one. But I, I, it's really
1: I don't fine. it's really fine as a three. Like, if you're right. a good void, I wouldn't say don't pick it, especially in like the lower rated pubs. But when you get to the higher rated pubs, you're going to need to be faster than what a void can than what a void can give you.
0: Yeah, I wonder if there's any benefit to just building super tanky on him and kind of playing him like a tide hunter, where you just like walk in and punch people. I've
1: I've, def- I've considered that. I've considered which is why like the Vanguard Radiance thing's not all that bad. Right. But I, I guess, I guess the thing is if the w ability is really good in the game then that's probably fine yeah versus like timber weaver something yeah like yeah but like yeah. i actually think that has legit that has like a legit place in dota if the w is good because otherwise what are you picking what spell are you picking the void for in terms of him in the offlane like, right the passive? No, that's that's a, yeah, definitely not. That's a, that's that's a, like a, a right click ability. Where, yeah. Where's the off So if if you're against like a batter, a weaver, or like or a timber, like Donny said, yeah, I think that's great. I think that, but but that's that's a that's a, a pretty rare occasion, and it's like a it's like a niche pick. But with that being said, I know souls. You're like you know two k, two to three k. So if you uh, if you're enjoying playing Void and you're good at it. You're gonna have a lot of space in that bracket to carry. It's you. You can do that from the offline. That's perfectly fine. I would not. Th-
0: that was the next di- thing that I was gonna say is that uh, sometimes you're gonna find yourself in a game where maybe your carry just sucks, or they pick a hero that like doesn't belong in the carry role, or you're they're gonna get out carried. Maybe they pick a really early game carry, and Void is obviously one of the hardest carries in the game. And sometimes you're just going to have to carry. So feel free to carry in those games. But generally speaking, yeah. if you're picking a yeah. three, it's probably not to try and carry the game, but you might have to eventually transition into doing that. In which case, go ahead, fucking buy a Midas. Knock yourself out.
1: Do you want, do you want. Yeah, like if if something's working, just keep keep using it. Can you talk about the difference between Spirit Breaker as a four and a five, this also Souls. Played him as a five, doesn't have much of a farming mechanism. Uh, as a five, you probably would just go a bunch of Bracers, Tranquil Boots, I, I think the heroes just generally played the same either way, yeah. except as a five-year warding, as a four-year probably getting more of like a spirit vessel, yep. phase boots, uh, solar crest—that's that sort of thing. And but you just go in, and use your body as as like a soak for your team and call it life. That's yeah. that's either Dota's more like hero-dependent now and like job-dependent. What job do you need to do in the game rather than like
0: role-dependent?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like okay. If you have if you have like a spirit breaker and nobody else a damage soak in the game, then you're a damage soak. If you're the only person who can interrupt an Enigma black hole, then that should probably be your job. Five, four, it doesn't matter. Right. Just whatever whatever's good.
0: Can you nether strike into a black hole? Does it stun you before you hit, or does it it actually... does. It does, yeah. So you can't actually cancel. You can, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: Nice. Yeah. That'd be really lame if you couldn't. Yeah. You, you can't charge though. You can't the, the right. whole charge. Right. So unless Enigma puts it so that he's like you know, there's the cast range on hole, so you can you can put it hole without away. actually being standing in it. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, okay. Um average EP says, Hey guys, how do I contain myself off of trying to correct somebody else's build? There are times when I know something is visibly wrong and I have this urge to correct them, which obviously isn't constructive for winning because they'll get defensive, tilt slash flame, whatever. Well, I'm not a psychologist or anything, <laughs> but uh I would say, uh, I mean, I made a video about this recently. I would say that your uh, mentality here should be you're never going to see that person again. They don't matter for improving at the game. Your goal in the game should not be to win. It should be to play the best Dota possible for you and just move on from it. So like, if you're just focusing on just being good and making that game like the best Dota possible for you, you're not going to be thinking, oh, I need this guy to correct this item build because it's like, well, if we lose this one, then this guy's just an idiot, whatever, you know, let him, do, let him do his thing. And then also, even if people don't tilt or flame, if you tell them to do a different build, it's something that they're not necessarily used to, and they might fuck it up. So you want to be really careful like that, uh, of doing that. And I would say that, like, generally, you should just communicate your own personal status in the game. And from what I've seen at a high level and people pubbing, it's basically just eternal envy that tells people what to do. And everybody thinks he's an idiot for doing that. Like people hate him and people don't wanna people don't wanna play on a team with him because of how micromanaging he is. Micromanaging in Dota does not work and makes people hate you, even at the highest possible level.
0: Yeah, I do think it's okay to make suggestions. Like if you feel like you can fight, but the only thing that is not allowing you to fight is the fact that your carry is going for another item before getting a BKB. You can be like, Hey man, can you get a BKB so we can actually fight and win the game? I think that that's fine. As long as you're not pestering them. Hey, buy a fucking BKB. Buy BKB. BKB. Yeah, you buy BKB.
1: Can be like, you can just be like, hey, BKBs make us immortal this game. Like, I yeah. think we should all... Or, or, hey, guys, we should fight around our BKBs. Or you're kind of subtly, like, poking towards it rather than, like, Void, your build is so stupid. You should not have a Midas. You should go BKB, you know? like.
0: Right. or Or just simply asking, not being like, hey, man, you need to do this. Instead be like, hey, can somebody buy a pipe? I don't have enough gold for it you know like that that's an acceptable way to try and steer your team in the right direction when it comes to items and you can also you can like shift alt click items also in the shop and it will suggest it'll be like somebody should buy x somebody should buy dust somebody should buy crimson guard, and sometimes people will follow that without being like too spammy about it
1: yeah that's a that's a as long as you're not being like passive aggressive people will be pretty cool with it i think yeah uh so average a p again says uh for what m m r do I need to queue? do I need to get to queue with either one of you correct uh what about you Donnie?
0: uh you'll probably get have some chance of getting in my games if you get to like four point five maybe five four point seven i'm I'm five
1: like just over five k at the moment, so
0: in am, that range
1: I am seven point five k so I can't get games in general right now, so no no amount of MMR. To so get into Jenkins'
0: MMR. games, you need to be on a like
1: a stack, a six point five K stack or something. Like that. Some some stack, yeah. It's like it's it's only stack queuing at seven yeah. K. It's uh it's rough, man. It's rough out there. I have not played Dota since coming back and I really want to play Dota. I'm gonna look for a party tonight for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, payday says, "Can you go over item and skill builds for position three Abaddon?" Um, okay, well, item skill build, you go like one or two points in Q so you can suicide in lane. You max your shield because it's broken, and then you max passive for right clicking people.
0: Sometimes uh, you get yeah. passive
1: really in the lane. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, you do, you do. Like the pa- like it, it, your your build your build can be like one 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 or zero two two. Like yeah. The the miss coil is just really nice for killing yourself, but that's it. Your miss coil is not for harassing; it's literally for killing yourself. So.
0: Right. So you you need to make a decision. Can I pressure in this lane? If so, then you don't go miss coil probably, and you go passive. If you can't pressure in the lane, you're just trying to fight for last hits. Then you go miss coil and probably no passive. Yeah. Always yeah. max shield first, though.
1: Yeah, the the passive comes comes second. Like it's it's all about using the passive for for pushing, right clicking, farming. Uh, for items, you would go Phase uh, Boots, uh, bassy into probably um, Medallion, and then uh, Vlad's. Uh, Midas is not bad. At late game, Midas is not bad. Uh, Spirit Vessel is not bad. Just like support items. Pipe, Crimson. Just typical offlane support bullshit, honestly.
0: Ags is really good on that hero against
1: what is, Ags?
0: against big AoEs like, like Black Hole or Chrono or um, Ravage or something like that. Just like Put yourself in the line of fire, have an AGS, heal it's, your team.
1: It is disgusting with like illusion heroes on your team. Yeah. Because it takes it takes all of the damage from them and spits out on everything. So with like a Meepo, Abaddon is just a fucking disgusting hero. That that's a legit like a combo. That's a legit combo. Meepo, Meepo, Abaddon. You just stand next to him in a fight. And uh, yeah, you're good. Yep. So yeah, typical kind of off play style, honestly. What should you do if the enemy team is ending around 20 to 25 minutes? Most of the recent games in position one enemy team is pushing racks at 20 minutes. I tend to only have one item by then and can't do everything. uh, Anything. Cut the wave. That's it. Cut waves. Uh, Generally, if the enemy team is ending around 20 to 25 minutes, what players will do where they're making a big mistake is they'll just sit in their base and... Jerk off, and that doesn't do anything. You need Cry to about wave. how hard
0: the game is. You
1: need to farm their jungle, and you do something to get them out of your base and onto the other side of the map. So, yeah, it's it's, and, and part of that is identifying that they're probably going to be in front of your base soon. Like if they're taking all of your towers and they're pounding down the tier twos, that's maybe when you want to get in position to start cutting waves and be like, "All right, I'm gonna not let them get in front of our base and racks at twenty minutes because I know that's going to happen because it's happened in the past games." when this when this happens you know
0: yeah like just try if, if they're playing close to your base you want to play as close to their base as possible and just keep an eye on the mini map and if you see one or two heroes disappear from the minimap map or you see them start to teleport because they're dumb and they're tp'ing in vision then you just leave and you've done your job because they're not going to push with two heroes back in their base trying to defend you and you're not even there anymore then you just do that until you have enough items basically
1: yep Banana Bomb says, I've been playing position 1 for a while now and recently have been getting bored of it, so I'm planning to switch to position 4. It's a polar opposite role. Yeah. Uh, any suggestions for heroes to play this meta and any things I should focus on in my games? Well, uh, TI taught us that Tiny is really good. Um, I think I still, I still think Pudge is really good, even though he wasn't picked that much as a, as a position 4.
0: Was he picked at all? I don't remember seeing him. Oh, Pudge
1: he- was picked, yeah. Pudge was picked. God, og looks so ridiculous in their pictures what a fucking joke of a team total joke and they just won 15.2 million dollars and they're the biggest joke and they would openly admit that they're the biggest joke of a team <laughs> <So> that's <laughs> what dota is that's what dota is in a nutshell now
0: memes oh, and dreams dude
1: it really is uh ricky ricky's a good position for don't tell people that uh why because they're gonna be useless uh, yeah. ogre people pick ogre
0: Spirit Breaker still um, works.
1: Spirit is still really good. Skywrath Mage is good. Uh, let's see. Bounty Hunter probably works in lower bracket. Triant Protector is good. Elder Titan, that's of more of a five. Uh Spirit Breaker's Beast. Enigma, what? but that's not really the typical that's not the typical four play style.
0: Lion 4, probably Earth, want to Earthshaker Shaker 4. Your, Clockwork's yeah, probably somewhat something. viable now.
1: Earthshaker is definitely underrated. A hero is crazy good.
0: Yeah, just pick pick two pick a hero that's like really good at bullying in lane and pick a hero that's really good at rotating and then play those two heroes a bunch until you understand like the two different styles of play from before
1: sure pick pick what you like honestly that's that's like my you know what i was talking to brax a lot who i'm going to try to be getting on the channel um and by try i mean i just need to get him to do it because he said he would but uh, I was talking to him a lot at the event, and I asked him, like, how he came up with stuff and how he how he decides, like, what heroes he's going to be picking next. Literally, he just says what it, whatever he finds fun. Yeah. The guy is rank one. Not two. One. There is literally nobody in North America currently with higher MMR than Brax. And mm. he said that he picks heroes that he thinks are fun. I always thought there was some sort of uh, reasoning behind it. Oh, this hero is good. This hero is bad. No, he just, he just picks what he's ha- having the most fun with.
0: Hey, so, it's the OG mentality.
1: Yep, yep. Everything, everything uh, seems to be pointing towards just picking things that you enjoy playing, which makes sense, man. Not to, not to, you know, go on a, a tangent too much, but I think, I think humans are powerful, man. I think humans are smart. I think anybody that thinks they don't have it in them are dumb and they don't know enough. And I think anybody that thinks that they can break the mold of humanity and do something that nobody else can do is is incorrect as well like I, I I really think it goes in both directions that we are all equally capable because we're human and being human is fucking awesome so you know all you need to do is get your mind in the right place and your humanity will do the rest you know what I mean like you just need to make sure if you're if you're mentally healthy and you're putting time into something you're gonna be good at it Period. So just do the first step. Make yourself happy, man. All right, we'll move on because I know we could tangent on that for a long time. Stuff. What I'm basically talking about is zone. Good stuff. And we did we did talk about talking about uh, making a ch- channel specifically for that. Yep. Uh, okay. Oi says, "What made Tidehunter so popular in TI? What are the roles he is fulfilling in lineups?" Sorry, what's your? Uh, so I think. Tidehunter. Okay. So I think what made Tidehunter so popular in TI is that he is a really stable hero for picking uh, in the offlane and just essentially like doing the same thing in every game. At the very least, you're a Ravage, and uh, that's pretty strong if you go for this like Blink Rush build that people are doing. And speaking about builds, people have been uh, going for certain builds against certain lanes to make the hero better, like rushing a mask in certain in certain matchups you know putting him safe lane essentially i think people played around tide better to make him a very stable like first phase pick and worst case you could run it like mid or you could run it as a support as well like basically people open themselves up to playing tide in different ways that made him uh, far more viable than before and that's why i think tide is good i i think it's um it's like a throwaway pick I think there was quite a few of those in, in the tournament too. I think Kunkka was one of those as well. They'd like first round pick a Kunkka and it's just a throwaway pick where like either it's a hero where they don't counter and it's really good mid or he'll just be an offlaner and be fine because he's, if you're an offlaner and you're getting off like a torrent boat in every fight, you're still going to be useful and just be tanky.
0: Yeah, basically the thing about TIE is it just solves your team fight issues. Like even if the hero gets hard countered by five heroes, you just press R at the right time and you still win team fights.
1: Yeah yeah i think tide's been pretty decent for for a while now Uh, eddie mercury says could techies work in competitive with a few more tweaks i think techies could currently work in competitive og tried it once against vici and jerax was able to create some map pressure on his own if io carriers earned his place in dota and no one expected to then surely someone can make use of techies with just the right amount of imagination yeah i mean techies was used to win a ti already so i think i think techies is very viable i think he's in a really good place and it just takes a lot of work for a team to play around it. And no team happens to have uh, done it enough that they're like confident, just winning as many games as possible with that. So, um,
0: yeah. I mean, Navi won a lot of games with Techies this year with Zayat's playing it. And then they like kind of lost their confidence because they, lo- they like lost like three games in a row with the hero or something like that. And they stopped picking it, but they definitely won a bunch of games and qualifiers and stuff with Techies. So it's it's definitely viable. And it's yes. just it just requires you to play a completely different style of game and you have to like make techies your center point essentially. Otherwise your strategy's not gonna work and most people would rather have sort of like intermingling strategies where you can kind of draft part of one and then you get maybe counterpicked and then you can kind of merge into the next one. But if you take if you pick a techies, you're gonna be playing a techies game, period.
1: Yep. Techies is the carry. Yeah. That's uh that's a problem for a lot of people. Yep. So, let's see. Uh, Prime Operator says, if I get tri-laned as an offlaner and my position 4 can't do anything to avoid getting me killed in lane, would you agree that I should solo off? Sure, yeah. I mean, unless your position 4 needs to be in the offlane to have a game um, and has some way that they can like, provide to you that you don't necessarily know about. That's that's a possibility that they know their hero better than you, but uh, chances are they probably don't. A lot of, a lot of position 4s are just there because they don't know what else to do. But yeah, you can solo off, and I mean... I don't know. I, f- I feel like with two people, there's always a value of having two people there, though. Like, you can just tell them to go cut the wave, or you go cut the wave, and then they sit in lane. Like, when you start getting into wave cutting, just the fact that one person can distract and harass while the other one can cut the wave is, like, that. that's what makes it so easy to do it. So I would say when, you, when you're against a try lane you think that your four is going to be useless, tell them to cut the wave, and they'll be useful.
0: Yeah, sounds good to me. I mean... Just that's the biggest thing is you just need to communicate with your teammates, <laughs> like as hard as that is in pubs. You gotta like, just. Well, ma- there
1: is party queue now, so you yeah. don't need queue into solo queue if you hate it.
0: Yeah, or you can just have reasonably good social skills or communication skills, and not be a douche to your teammates. And chances are they want to win just as badly as you do, and you need to remember that.
1: That's possible. <laughs> Impossible though. Uh, Sparky23 says, how did you approach learning new roles since I got back to Dota last September? I've been trying out all roles, but when I started ranked, I probably had over 500 games since then, and almost all of them are position 1, and maybe only like 10 of those heroes, are, or of those games, are position 3. I know I have to at least understand how other roles function to get a better grasp of the game, but I'm afraid to do it in ranked and have this mindset that unranked might be a waste of time. I would say my advice to you is... Start with the replay. Start by watching what somebody that you like does in a role. Like watch the game and just go and just try to emulate it. Just go copy it verbatim and eventually you'll get why they're doing things that they're doing. And then you'll slowly start to get the role. I I don't think trying things in ranked is as scary as people make it seem, as long as you're not just trying things with zero with Nothing behind it.
0: Zero baseline. Yeah, like if you just if you've never microed a hero ever in your entire life, and you hop into a game and ranked with Meepo, you're you're an idiot. But if you go into demo lobby and play around with Meepo for like twenty minutes, and then you play a game of ranked, it's going to go a lot better.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's how a lot of pro players learn heroes for the first time. Is that they'll just watch a game, go emulate it get a feeling for it, watch another game, go emulate it, get a feel for it, and then eventually they're just good and everybody's saying how amazing they are at a hero, but really it's it's something that they copied a lot of stuff from from other people. You get like 80% to the level of being good at a hero by just watching a replay of it. The problem is when you're just like, I've never played Bristle before, I'm going to pick it in ranked. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're just fucking useless. You don't know what people are doing with it. Yeah. So watch, watching replays is insanely powerful, and if you just watch a couple a week, it'll make your it'll make dota so much more fun for you and you'll get so much more mmr by just like keeping up to date on a couple of things
0: yeah and i also want to make sure that people understand the difference between watching replay and playing against the hero a couple of times because when you're actually watching the replay you're going to pick up on so much stuff but if if you're like i'm gonna play again i'm gonna play bristleback because i had to land against it like three times in the last week not the same thing at all <laughs> like you're missing so many nuances and only picking up just like this was hard to lane against and lane and i was so focused on my own hero you're lane. gonna
1: you're gonna overplay shit by yeah, doing that super hard. you're gonna be like this piss me off so i'm gonna do this yep yeah that's pretty bad okay final question from nzgl is now what he goes by all right uh hey man quick question you change your name, this is what you get. Uh what do you think Who I should was do it? as a carry player against lots of stuns? I forget what his previous name was actually. Coach bin. Because I'm so you're so used to reading it there. I have to check his coaching session to see what his fucking name was. I forget now. I just I literally just read it. <laughs> He's typing. <laughs> what what was your name? Noodle! Noodle. Oh my god. With the uh crossed out O's. Previously Angel. Okay. No, you're Noodle. This is noodle. Okay. Oh no, this isn't noodle. He's a similar picture. The cartoon. Uh, okay. So he says, "I've been in games where I have ten to f- five second window in BKB where I can play the game, and the rest is being chain stunned forever. What do I do as a carry player against teams who have a lot of stuns? When you have
0: a short BKB. A short BKB. Well, you have to be extremely uh, selective. Extremely. Yeah.
1: And satanic.
0: That and also just learn when you're supposed to use your BKB. Poor BKB usage is going to make your game unplayable. And you can play around a lot of stuns by target selecting better, by baiting stuns out, uh by putting yourself in a situation where you're not gonna get stun locked. Like, well, you
1: can also you can also just like save your BKB until you absolutely need it. Like you don't need exactly. BKB right going to the fight unless unless that's absolutely what you need
0: yeah once that's, it gets uh, down to 5 seconds uh, it's not like you just immediately pop it at the start of the fight every time you have to like read the situation and then if there's a stun that's going to start a chain lockdown or if there's a stun that's going to kill you or if you're about to get a kill and there's a stun coming out then you pop the bkb you just got to hold it longer and figure out when you're actually supposed to use it yes that's the main thing.
1: Jenkins, do you still do couching?
0: Yes. What kind of couch do you have?
1: Uh, I actually don't have a couch just yet. Oh, okay.
0: So you don't actually do couching?
1: Uh, I do I do coaching. I don't do couching anymore. I'm done with couching.
0: Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure.
1: I'm actually going to set up a bunch of sessions, I think, for, for next week. I'm just like, I'm kind of chilling right now from the from the, you know, I just had a whole week of 12, hour, 12 hours a day doing dota stuff so you know how it is
0: yeah you were definitely catching there for sure sitting on a couch it's good
1: i was all right guys all right. uh yeah let's go ahead and throw throw the mic to chat we'll take how about futoning says jcj <laughs> yeah i'll fucking futon you jcj I'm down for it. how do we snag a session um Hey Dick, are you a are you a member of our Patreon? If you're actually interested in uh, doing a coaching session, add me. Add me to Discord. I'm in there. I think I'm at the top. Are we? We are Alchemy. Is that yep. what I'm tagged under? Yep. Yeah. Pop, pop me a message. I appreciate the the work. I I, I got to figure out when I'm gonna do it. Are you gonna set up some coaching sessions on there, Donnie? Come on, man. You said you were going to. Once I get back from visiting my parents, I will. Okay. Actually,
0: actually, I might do it while I'm there because I can't actually record videos. But you I might, clip. I might well, be, oh, I won't be able to record them. But I might be able to just like do coaching. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, chat. Give us some questions. You have like five minutes to ask questions, and we'll answer them as quickly as possible.
1: Yeah, five minutes. Yeah,
0: this episode's only thirty six minutes long so far. Think have native money.
1: You think I do. Native
0: minutes. I do actually.
1: When playing Enchantress, once you kill the tier one, what do you do? I usually run with the siege until it dies and look for other lanes to go to. Are there other things to do? No, that's about it. You uh, usually just put yourself in the place the enemy team doesn't want you. Uh, sometimes that's the off lane, though. Sometimes you just keep staying there, to be a big giant asshole. That's uh, that's fine. How do you make up for a teammate going an unethical strat as, such as AM mid? First of all, stop, refer- stop with- referring stop
0: referring to it as unethical. Don't encourage him, Jenkins. He's an anti-mage mid. You have an anti-mage in your game. Deal with it. Like, make make space.
1: Can we have an opinion of all the OG players? OG is fucking Exodia. That's what I think about the OG players. (laughs) That's that's
0: the perfect analogy. I'm not going to add to that at all.
1: They are are the greatest Dota team that has ever existed. And it's all a team thing. They're literally Exodia. (laughs) They're actually Exodia. I fucking love OG. That's so He's good. Jank. It's a woman? Yes.
0: Any yes. tips for winning safe lane at the moment, I'm losing a lot of games because I have a bad lane stage. Uh, go watch your replay, figure out why you're having a bad lane stage. Is it your pick? Is it your lasting? Is it the fact that you have no lane control? Figure that out, and then you'll figure out how to win
1: the lane. Any tips for or what? What is Void Spirit Party Dota? Void Spirit, I believe, is a no stat hero or equal in all stats. Is Jerex as attractive as Jenkins? I think I think all of OG is insanely attractive. They're good looking guys. Even Thompson with that hair, he's looking good, man. He honestly—he's become with, with like
0: the, a, an anime villain. That's great. Yeah,
1: with, with with like the short hair, he looks like the type of guy that's like prowling in like a children's park at night with like a <laughs> uh, what's it called a trench coat and just naked under it. You know what I mean? But with the new hair, ooh, he looks like the fucking bad guy in Sailor Moon or something. I don't know, is there a bad guy in Sailor Moon? I think there is. He's got the top hat. Totally, dude. It's funny. Let me see. Let me, Sailor Moon bad guy. He looks like he's from Sailor Moon. <laughs>
0: yeah, kind of. He, he kind of looks like Trunks from uh,
1: Dragon Ball Z. He does, yeah. Best hero to spam and herald, whatever you're good at.
0: Boom, nailed it. Is there anything I can do to help my safe laner get a good lane other than pulling and casting my abilities on the enemy heroes when I, ha- when I get the chance? Oh my god, there's so much stuff. Safe lane support. You can have so much impact on the laning stage. Uh, I'm making a video currently, so check back in a, a day or so for this video. But basically, figure out what what your hero needs. Like, is your hero strong? Is it weak? Is it strong at level three? Is it strong at level five? Get your hero to the point where they can be self sufficient, and then go gank. Uh, and you get your hero to that point where they're self sufficient by doing various things, such as soaking, harass, trading, harass, pulling, um, just like being annoying. There's, there's so many different things that you can do, and you have to just read the lane and figure out how to how to give your teammate the best lane possible. Whatever happened to your behavior score video that you said you were going to do, it's out. I released it like a month ago.
1: Who's getting the, the biggest buff next patch? Pudge. <laughs> uh, invoker position four is good, and you want to try it. Yes. Uh, what heroes are good against alchemists? None of them. Banning is good against Alchemist. Uh, what is it the enemy team... What do you do when the enemy team has Aegis and we can't Wait it out because they're pushing and our fight is weaker. Cut waves or kill somebody without the ages who's important, like a Rubik, something like that. Yep. Kill the Aegis carrier last. Best heroes for pushing and ending the game early. Pugna. Do
0: you have a go to line to stop your team from tilting? Uh no, I usually tilt them more by telling them that they're being whiny pussies and they should shut up and play the game. Them,
1: <laughs> I usually, come on, it's the internet. Stop having an internet fight. You guys will probably be best friends in real life. That sort of thing. Who's better at Pudge? Me or Coupe? Me, uh, Is it right to leave the lane as a carry and go to the off lane, mess with the enemy, carry? Yes. That is good. At being fast on anything is good. The faster, the better. Yeah. Best gear to counter Jenkins' Dota. Anything with a brain. I'm going to get that 5k MMR and play with you. Donnie.
0: Sounds okay. sexual.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> make sure not to involve me in that. I am not into women i'm into men okay well my, my business partners and a youtube channel
0: gotcha okay anyway moving on so how I do I, how do i that. know what role fits and who i am as a dota player and i feel I'm like i need to focus on polishing that role
1: and you're ignoring me
0: um try various I, roles and then think about my what um your favorite parts of playing the roles is and then get really good at that
1: yeah, I agree with everything Donnie just said.
0: Cool. All right. Well, on that note, thank you guys. We're at 169 viewers. So 69, best number ever. We're going to end the stream here. Thank you guys for your questions. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for all their support. If you want to be a Patreon supporter, if you want to be part of our Discord, join our Discord. If you want to be part of our Patreon and ask our questions every single week and get your replays reviewed, check out patreon.com slash Alchemy. We love you guys. More content coming soon as long as Jenkins decides to not be lazy. And uh, I also decide to not be lazy because that's really the determining factor in all of our success is whether you are lazy or not. Um, And currently we're not. So go us. See you later.